0: Hi, everybody, and welcome back to Girls Like Us. This is the podcast that answers the question, what does a literature degree get you? And we say it gets you a podcast about books for children. Um, First of all, it's snowing in both of our locations today. I would say it's snowing on the pod, but weird, but honestly, kind of fucking beautiful. Let it snow. Yeah, yeah. I can see I can see the snowflakes falling in your background. You can't see mine, but trust me, trust me, honey, they're there. Yeah, I tr- I trust that I trust that you're not you're not lying. I'm not like friggin' George Santos over here. I'm not lying. Hell no. I'm not the Lion King. I, I was gonna say I was gonna ask you a question about George Santos, but I'm like honestly, like, <laughs> who cares? Um, My statement is, I think he should just pivot to drag queen. He looked really good. I literally, like, I saw that picture of him in drag and, like, everybody's making fun of it, but I was kind of like, mm, I like this. I know. I liked it, too. I would watch drag queen if more disgraced um, political figures went on it. I was like, he looked good. Yes. And, like, I always, I don't know, like, I always have this, like, knee-jerk, like, uncomfortable reaction when people are like, look, this lying politician actually like was a drag queen the whole time yeah but you always have that every time it's happened you've had no <laughs> you know like when people are like oh this politician that was like pretending to be like when it happened with like madison Cawthorn. Homophobic. yes exactly yeah. like like when they released photos of like madison Cawthorn in that lingerie being like see this proves that he's a liar i'm like it always like kind oh, of, i'm yeah. always kind of like mm, like but this is like very i mean like it literally is, like, he literally said, I have never been a drag queen, and then <laughs> photos of him yeah. as a drag queen came out. Like, it's it's pretty cut and dry. Um, exactly. Uh, but anyway, so it's snowing. I feel like we've both been spending a lot of time in the great indoors. And by the great mm-hmm. indoors, I mean inside our homes, not the um, the home, the mid-90s to early 2000s home store that I got lost in mm-hmm. as a child. Um, mm-hmm. And we both have been playing Video games, wildly different video games, and I want to hear about your experience playing GTA. Okay, so we've been playing GTA, and I'm also going to kick it off with another video game that we've been playing. Just a, and we've, Megan, I've been playing an educational video game called Zumbinis. Have you ever played? I Zumbinies? have. I have heard of. I think I have. Can you remind me what it is? I never played this in in class, but we were watching this guy. We like brutal moose made a video game on it like eight or made a, uh, a video review of it like eight years ago. And then Meg was like, Franny, I think I've played this. So it was like kind of in the same suite as like Oregon Trail, but it's like a logic game. Oh, I like Um, that. But it does get kind of harder as you go along. Um, so, and they're these little blue guys and you have to like get them to their final, um, home. You have to kind of take them on the, on the logical journey as it's known. Um, and they're very cute, but, um, gta is kind of the opposite of that i would say um instead of aiding people on their journeys you're you're trying to destroy them um so my brother got me for christmas gta for switch so after i finish this one i have two others because it's like a three-pack basically yeah i feel like i we are maybe just a little too young for gta to be really in our mindset like i feel like if i was like If you're a few years older, we probably would have played it or seen it at friends' houses. I didn't. Also, like boys, Um, like I don't know, like Nick played GTA as a kid. Um, I have yeah, I have one main question about GTA. That is a very stupid question that I just need to know before we go any further. Uh Does most of the game actually revolve around driving? Yes. So there's a few types of missions. Well, number one. You'd be led to believe by the cover art that you will see a sexy woman immediately. That is just not true. <laughs> Those women, I don't know their names. They're you're you're not seeing them. Um, at least in this first one, you play, well, it's GTA 3, but the first two were like arcade games, basically. Um, you are like an escaped convict. You don't say any words. And basically the whole thing is you doing missions for various gangs. I'm I'm pretty entwined with the mafia at this okay. point. Yeah. Um, and so, but it will be like, there's, uh, you'd have to drive from location to location, obviously. Grand Theft Auto is a big part of it because, I mean, I have not found a function where you can legally buy a car. You just oh, steal okay. cars. Yeah. Um, And, you know, y- you also, like, there is almost zero penalty for running over pedestrians, zero yeah. penalty for bad. Like, a cop might get you at some point if you do something really egregious, like shoot five people. Yeah. Um, have you ever played... Um- I believe it's by the same it, like GTA is by Rockstar, Rockstar. Games, right? Yeah. Uh, have you ever played LA Noir? No, but I, I'm thinking of getting that for Switch because I saw it was on sale. You would love it. That's the I, one with like doubt, right? Yes. Like It's like press X for doubt. Yeah. Yes, I I love that game, and the only penalty for running over pedestrians or like you know like like knocking down a bunch of like local infrastructure in that game is like. A meaningless charge. Like you get charged money for it at the end. Yeah. Um, and it's like totally meaningless like, because there is this. no money function in the game. Like you don't <laughs> make don't matter. Money. Yeah. So it just yeah. tells you you would owe this much money. And you're like, well, there's no economy in this game. I'm just solving mysteries. No. There's nothing I could do about this. Yeah. I so the missions are kind of like, um, you'll like have to run someone off the road, you'll have to blow up their car, you'll have to steal a car. Or I'm doing one right now where you have to tail someone, but you can't get too close to them. That's a classic L.A. Um, Noir thing. Yeah. um, But it's very much like... I mean, the graphics... I think the graphics... Because when I looked at reviews of it, all the reviews were really bad in that the graphics were really bad. But I'm like, I have no concept of like what the original PlayStation 4 game or whatever was. So I don't really care. Um, Something very cathartic about it. uh, It's just fun. Um, I'm... Uh, One part I really do like is that you can change the radio while you're driving the car. Oh, that's So there's quite a few radio stations, including, like, a talk radio station. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Yeah. And all the radio stations have ads on them. The one thing that I am hoping that I get to in later games, I have not found one building that you can go inside, other than the gun shop. But I was like, (laughs) oh, like, oh, it's a strip club, like Luigi's. Uh, yeah. in the strip club joint, I'll just mosey on in there. Can't. I can't go in the building that says uh, 20, 24 hour orgy. Oh no. Um, I can't go in like the pizza place. Like I, there's a lot of places that I would like, I would love to enter this restaurant called Mama Luigi's, but yeah, I'm not allowed to. That's so Which funny. I know is opposed to later Grand Theft Auto games, like GTA 5, where I think you can just like literally like go into someone's house if you want to. It's like fully open world. Yeah, I, um... Mm-hmm. I have always been interested in playing GTA, but I can't, like, any game that, like, I hate driving in a video game. Like, in L.A. Noir, like, whenever yeah. I have to drive from, like, place to place, like, there's a function on L.A. Noir where you can make your, like, detective partner, like, drive you around. Because I just, like, don't want to yeah. do it. I have no, like, I, my motor skills. Yes, exactly. Like, I can't, or, like, anytime I have to, like, chase somebody, I'm like, I can't do this. Like, I just simply... I can't, like, both chase and shoot at the same time. I can't both, like, drive and steer at the same time. It's just, like, not happening. Um, Yeah, the shooting aspect of it is hard because then you're also not getting, like, the... uh, It's not like you can see the whole world. Like, you have to, like, press a button to look to the side and then shoot them. Right, Um, exactly. It's hard. hard. Yeah. Okay, anyway. Computers are kind of like video games, if you think about it. Doing taxes is a video game. No, it's not. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> doing taxes sucks. I know, but you have to, You you. it is a very hard challenge if you think about it to not have the IRS audit you. So, you know, just gamify. I don't want to sound deal. like an annoying old man, but ever since TurboTax made, like, like there's no longer a free version of TurboTax. And yeah. ever since that, I'm like, so like, I literally shouldn't have to do my taxes. Like, that's like, so like, Like, it used to be, like, oh, you could get on TurboTax. It took, like, you know, at most, like, two hours, like, Mm -hmm. just clicking through and, like, answering little questions. Now it's, like, you click through, you answer half the questions, and it's, like, okay, if you and I are going to go any further in this relationship, I need $40. And it's, like, that's just simply ridiculous. Well, also, like, it is also, like, oh, like, federal's free, but why did you think state was going to be free? Why did you (laughs) think this other thing you also have to do uh, would be free? I'm, yes, I know there's ways to get around it and make it free, but actually, not for me. Probably, I mean, you could just do it, I guess, without any software, which would be wild. Um, but yeah, yeah, but I nobody actually state, does unfortunately, that. So I'm gonna, yeah, I'm, gonna pay for I'm it. actually a sovereign citizen in that, yeah. <laughs> so I I definitely subscribe to the federal government, but I don't I don't identify as a citizen of any state. So if you live in um, D.C., do you have to? Or is it just there's like all DC the way? specific taxation uh, um, that I've heard is actually like worse than this is so boring. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> no heard, one cares what the tax fine. situation in DC anyway, is. I think they have like a, a good amount of listeners in DC. Yeah, let's talk about the book. Um, speaking of people who like to play video games and people who would never <laughs> do their taxes, um, Greg Heffley. Greg Heffley. I almost called him the star, the protagonist, the of the Diary of a Wimpy Kid books. He is a star because he's he's been in the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. He's been in oh my a god, that's so true times. Yeah, um, I guess like one of the one of my first questions is like so. There's been you know a bunch of Diary of a Wimpy Kid movies, and I believe there's a, even been like maybe like a miniseries like an or something. Yeah. Yeah. So a mini series, a dark sort mm-hmm. of like, you know, limited series. Um a limited limited series. Right, on on HBO. Um my question is like if you were to just like, you know, not looking at any of that material. Mm-hmm. Like what do you picture Greg Heffley <laughs> to look like? This is like a, I feel like a very like That's a, a very complicated Contro- okay, because here's my issue, and here's why the live action is never going to work, because he doesn't, he's bald, right? Like, he's got to be bald with three strands of hair. Um, right. And I don't like the idea of translating these drawings into human human characters. I think that they have to maintain kind of their cartoon-null integrity. Because in real, it's like when you think about like, oh, like Homer Simpson in real life, it's like this would be a horrifying, horrifying man yes. to look at like not well so this child would would also not look good i fully agree actually one of the most traumatic things that ever happened to me was when i saw the first dire of a wimpy kid movie and rowley was not shaped like a square like i just like my brain could not process it in any productive way and that actor Um, been through the ringer says it ruined his life which is really sad Yeah, he, like, didn't he publish an essay that was, like, being, like, being, like, the chubby kid in movies? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Like, obviously, the industry. Yeah, that's hard. Um, I feel like he's kind of the opposite of the kid who, when we watched, um, fuck, uh, the Maze Runner. I forget what that, who that kid was. But, like, the little kid who was in that, who was like, here's my Onset Diary. Um, oh, similar kind yeah. of character to Rally, but that kid I think really uh, took his life and, and based it around that role. Well, oh. Rowley was anxious to get away kind of from the Zooey the zooie mama of it all. Well, I remember too, there was some stuff like in the movie. Like, I remember vividly like his shirt being off in the movie. Yeah. And yeah. like him kind of being like poked and prodded. If you're ever like, if you ever find yourself as an adult and like, you're asking a child to remove a piece of clothing Uh, on set it's like you have to be asking production down well it's like how can you not be self-aware about that like who's the person that they make go into the child's trailer and say okay time to remove an article we're gonna make fun of you now yeah (laughs) it's just also like like the fragly in that like that's like an i like also like in this it's like frankly has to be like there's kind of like a body horror there that that can't really yes. be necessarily expressed in human yeah. drawings. Like these people have to exist outside of of real life. Um, because like Roderick was like hot in the movie, and no yes. way in this book, Roderick is hot. Like, no, Roderick yeah. cannot be canonically hot. Yeah, Fregley like Manny like like, with his, should, like long nose. Yeah, like, that can't be translated. Yeah, Fregley with his like like, Fregley's face, if, like, casting were to be accurate, should be fucked up. You know what I mean? Like, there should yeah. be something, like, you should p- look upon Fregley in fear. And instead, they just found, like, a ginger kid. Like, that's how they translated it into right. motion pictures. And it's if like, If they ever like, a dark uh, adult reboot, and I'm not saying, I don't think this man looks fucked up, but he does have the same uh, uh, freckles and red hair, they should cast uh, Cochran from Survivor as a, as adult Fregley. Yes, yeah, that would work. Or like, I don't know. There's just something like, like the frankly in the movie, like he probably grew up to be hot, right? Yeah, he doesn't it's have just, like the like. It's like yeah, you your face has to be like uh like concave in some. It's like it's not it's not the shape of a human face. None of these characters have the shape of a human face. Um, it's either yeah. totally circular or like a weird like fleur de lis. Like that's what frankly kind of has like a yeah. Um, so it doesn't really work. I and also like, I don't know. There's just a lot. Like, there's a lot that can't directly translate. Like, I remember seeing like the parents. Like, I think Steve Zahn plays the dad in the movie. Yeah. And being um, like, this stays on Patreon, okay? This stays on. This Patreon. is not Patreon. Oh my god, never mind. Okay, come to the Patreon movie if if uh if you guys want to hear a little bit of. I don't even know if I should say this. Uh, if you guys want to pers- hear a little bit of tea, come to Patreon about tea on someone in this movie. No, Though no, I guess I do. I guess tea on Steve's on is that he went to like a friend of a friend's wedding. Cause he is from Kentucky. So <laughs> people met him. Wow. No, tea on, you guys, tea guys on heard it here else. first, which is not, is not actually tea at all, but, uh, yeah. Yeah. Come to the Patreon. That's funny. Um, I got to pay all that shit. <laughs> for we're like the Dumois of Steve Zahn and other people in this movie, other, I guess. Yeah. Um. But uh, the uh, anyway, that's a good that's a good ad for the Patreon. I'm excited. Yeah. Um. So these books, like, I would say, we're coming out at like the tail end of like our tweendom. Um. Uh-huh. Or like right around like these books started coming out right as we would have like aged out of them. Like I yes. read them because they were around the house because like my little brother was reading them. Same. And same. They were right in my they brother's are, time range. Yes. They are very funny. And I do believe that they're still coming out. Like every once in a while you go to yes. Target and there's like a like a PR display for like a new one. Um yeah, they're coming out. And I, the guy, yeah. Jeff Kenny, who wrote them, also invented Pop Tropica. Which I don't oh, know if you really ever played that. Yeah. Yeah, I did. I mean, that was also something that was, like, just below our age group. Yeah. But it was, like, one of the few games you could get on, like, an elementary or middle school computer that, like, wasn't blocked. Um, yeah. If you were somebody whose parents picked you up, like, hours after school actually ended <laughs> um, and you had to chill in the computer lab, Pop Tropica was one of, like, the few things you could actually um, access. Um Yeah and um that's that's interesting so he like like did he like design pop tropica or like he's like he's the like the mastermind behind it from my understanding okay. and that was pre diary of Wimpy kid and then diary oh, of Wimpy kid, he like released on fun brain like as a weekly segment and then it became a book so it it kind of had a long way to go before it became a book oh it was like serialized that's interesting fun brain sounds familiar yeah, I I remember going on that. Um, that was also like a approved one. We talked about Zumbinis earlier. I've of course talked about the uh child predator game I was forced to play in health class. Did you have any others that you you were allowed to play? Meg was talking to me about Oregon Trail, and she would always die because they didn't have enough time in class to finish it. So she would ford the river, even when yeah, it would have been wiser to wait out wait out the storm. Oh my! We God. had to do this thing called Study Island, which I think is like proprietary to the state of Ohio to prep you for like whatever that eighth grade OATs like, or whatever. Test yeah. Is. Yeah. I don't remember that. We did a lot of type to learn. Um oh, that would have been good. Yeah, type to learn is good, but also like learning how to type properly. Like they would do this thing that honestly felt abusive to us where like they would do type to learn and they put um they put mats over the keyboard so you couldn't see the keys on the keyboard. Oh. You had to just do it by feel. Yeah. That's and no like good. that there was always something that like in like typing class, like I was like, this is like this feels like archaic and like sort of like fucked up. So like you're telling me was I have at to your type, but I'm, like school? No, this was okay. um at So they, when they I was weren't training you school, to be like so. secretaries. No, no. They were, like, just, that was, like, back in the day, like, when we were kids, like, computer literacy, a lot of it was, like, learning how to type because we were being taught by people who, like, by a generation for whom typing speed was very important. Um, Yeah. uh, And then I think I've talked about this before. Randomly on my elementary school computers, um, all of them had Tony Hawk Pro Skater downloaded. (laughs) And um, for some reason, and, like, it was, like, still in an era where, like, all the adults in charge, like, had not grown up playing video games. So they kind of, I think they just assumed, like, oh, skateboarding. Like, what could possibly be um, bad about this. that? And, like, yeah, there was one female character you could play on on this generation of, like, whatever it was that was downloaded on the computer. And her name was Daisy. And it was, like, Daisy Duke from, like, the Dukes of Hazard. Oh, yeah. And she had, like, big fat titties and, like, was wearing, like, tiny little shorts. And you could, like, you could see her full ass and, like, you could just play, like, you could play online with, like, other people in the computer lab, and we would just all be, like, beating each other to shit with our skateboards, and, like, there's, like, blood everywhere, and all the, like, um, you know, the music that plays is all, like, old punk music that was, like, you yeah. know, dirty, and, like, it was just funny, because, like, it was, like, I don't know, it feels sort of quaint looking back on it, because it was, like, like, The adults had no idea that all of the first graders were, like, beating each other to shit with skateboards. Right, In this game. Um, Have we talked about any of the American Girl doll games? The American Girl doll games? Yeah, I feel like we talked about it before. I really didn't play those that much, because they were, it was, like, a lot of just, like, reading and clicking. Yeah, it was a lot. Oh, yeah, because we've talked about the Kaya game. And then my favorite was, which you cannot play on, you can play the Kaya game, because, like, they, like, all, like, Many of them are on this like um, software called Silverlight, which like Adobe does not support anymore. Like it was like mm. an alternative to Flash that they do not use. But some of them are still you can use with a Flash emulator. Um, but there was one I really loved where it was you started as kit with like a box of eggs and you had to bargain those for a um, bike. And that one was really oh, fun. Oh, that's cool. Um. Yeah. There was. Um. The, I spent like a lot of time like playing the um like the Disney Channel flash games. So like yeah. the one where it's Hannah Montana and you're like serving people like milkshakes on the beach. Um, even that's though that's true. something that never happens in the TV show. And like honestly, right? there's no analog. <laughs> she like didn't to the TV have a job, show. right? Yeah. No, she didn't. She her job was being a singer um yeah i it's like you're working on the beach, but she didn't work there right yeah she's like you're working at like rico's surf shack but like rico's surf shack like never purports to be somewhere where like ice cream is served and yet in no. the game it's fully an ice cream parlor and you're delivering people banana splits and milkshakes so it it's never a felt style like ice cream parlor quote unquote where exactly a shack where they have a one type of ice cream Exactly. Um, except like and like all of the characters would be like laying on the beach and they would like deliver different things and like it would like get too hot for you to walk over certain areas and like you would oh have God. to put like little flip flops on. Yeah, it was yeah. like it was like hard labor. Um and then the other one um is that that sweet life of Zack and Cody game where you're like throwing pies at each other. Oh, that sounds fun. Yeah, that's a classic. And then also, there was a Sweet Life of Zack and Cody game where you're, like, you're going through... It's, like, kind of like Super Mario, but you're, like, going through the hotel and, like, if, like, Mr. Mosby catches you, like, you know, he's, like, walking back and forth in certain areas. So you have to, like, hide or, like, go through different routes and stuff. Um, He'll kick you out. So I spent a lot of time playing that one. Um, Yeah, but... There's something, like, very specific about, one, like, learning at, like, whatever public school you go to, like, what things aren't blocked on the internet. And, two, a big thing in this book that, like, made me, like, so in this book, like, all of the characters, they're, like, in middle school, they do, like, independent study. And their Mm -hmm. independent study is that they have to, like, design and build a robot. Did you ever have to do anything like that in middle school? Um, we had to do, like, in like sixth grade we don't have to do these competitions where we like designed bridges like and we had to like make them oh like that's out classic of mache. yeah for the some like bridge program at school or something like it was it was through the city but um yeah,
1: yeah. I don't think
0: so I'm trying to think of independent I mean well I I did take an engineering class in high school and we did we had to make a like a roller coaster for that um out of like a ping pong ball and, and other items um, mm. and, but that's, that's a little different cause that was more of just like the math of it all. But, uh, did you yeah. ever have to do anything like that? Well, okay. So I was going to say one of the biggest heartbreaks I feel like I went through in middle school was when in my technology class. They were like, we're going to do robots. And, like, the robots were just those, like, I feel like something you go through in middle school that's something of, like, a universal experience is realizing that, like, you can't just make a robot who, like, actually does cool stuff. Like, we showed up, and the robots that we were sort of told that we could work with were these, like, those, like, stupid-ass, like, Lego robots. um, Where it's, like, the um, cool thing it does is, like, pick up a a piece of paper or something? Yes. Like you can like make it, um, you can make it pick up something or like, you can make it like go around like a chair or something. Like you can, like you can program it to have eyesight so that it doesn't do anything cool. It just like won't hit anybody. Like that's the whole thing. Or like you can make it like program it. So like when you walk up to it, it backs up and then like on its little screen shows a smiley face. Like it's so it's yeah. so disappointing when you learn that like you can't just make a ro- like you know you come in as a sixth grader being like oh we're doing robots tomorrow I'm going to like do all the things the characters in this book wanted the robots to do mm-hmm. like do their homework and like put on makeup for them and stuff. No no no. All that robots going to do is like back its ass up and like go like beep boop and like that's it and you're supposed to be what was impressed the programming by that. Of it? Were you just like in basically like a like a javascript and you would be like, execute, blah, blah, blah. It was something like, you plugged it into the computer and there was a specific software that okay. where you had to, it was like, it was basically, it seems, if I'm thinking of like the pedagogical like basis of it, I think it was a specific educational software that taught you basic coding mechanisms. So it wasn't mm-hmm. like a full, like, you know, just like what we think of as like a coding window in like JavaScript. It was like, you had like drag and drop components where you would fill in certain things and it mm-hmm. was trying to like show you how coding works the amount of times as a woman some educational person has tried to teach me how to code is right. quite frankly like people like ever since Kloss, carly like classers should learn yeah. how to c- code people have been terrorizing young women by coming into schools and forcing them to code things that aren't cool like it's always no. like code this like stupid fucking robot. It's like I couldn't care less about that. Code an HTML website. Like that's all I learned from from coding. Like and that's the other thing too is like I feel like now I will say some of that knowledge, HTML markup knowledge is helpful, but the rest of it it's like you're not going to you are usually not making software from scratch. Yeah, uh if we existed in like I think the in the 90s I think it was easier if you wanted to like make an app or an application that coding was, it was hard, but like there is, you were expected to do less. Now, if you like want to code a software or an application, there is so much more that goes into it um, that I'm never going to achieve. No, and I'm just like not interested. Like, I don't know why... They're constantly trying to teach us how to code. Like the only time I ever learned how to code was when I taught myself to do like basic HTML functions when I was like trying yeah. to customize my Tumblr page. Like, which I wonder guess if what? people would even. We're saying that. I do, do. People consider that coding. I mean, it is. Yes, a code, it is coding. HTML. Yeah, yeah. HTML is coding. It's a coding. It's language. coded. It's, it's code. clear coding. It's queer yeah. code. HTML is it, queer no, coded. it literally is. It's girl code. It's queer code. Like okay, off everything topic, else. You is. know what we should do? This is reminding me of. We had a we were talking about mensa the other night, and I was like, can you just take the mensa test online? And you can. Yeah. I did a sample question, yeah. did not know how to do it. I think that we should both take the mensa test and post our results. <laughs> I know I would get yeah. in. Nick is always trying to make us both take the mensa test and see if we can get in. Um I, I don't know, like, I feel like I've tried, I've thought about it before and like, you have to like pay money for it, but I guess we could use like podcast money. And, like, I don't know if <laughs> you actually, I bet you have to pay Mensa. money to get your results like certified, but I don't, I don't want to be in Mensa. And I know that I, I am not going to be in Mensa. I just was curious because yeah. like, it, when you looked at the questions, it was like, I know there was a point in my life where I probably, it, when I was taking math consistently, I probably could have like figured out an equation to do this, but that's all gone now. That's out of my system many many years i ago, can't do so. a math question period like sometimes for like you know like um business and like property law and like things like that like you have to like do like basic like math in your head there's a and- lot of questions in law school a lot of cases about when trains go in the opposite direction and who got there first at what mile right. per hour. Exactly. That's that's the basis right. of many, many lawsuits. That's the basis of a lot of law. What's what's funny is that that's not, like, that far off. Like, when you start yeah. learning about, like, like, whenever you take, like, a business law or, like, a property law class, which, like, you have to do in law school, it always starts off with, like, these historical cases where it's, like, like pr- the basis of property law is a case where, like, two guys were hunting a fox at the same time, and it was yeah. about, like, who, like, who owned the Fox? The guy who, like, shot it first or the guy who, like, saw it and, like, was in hot pursuit of it first? And so, like, that's not actually that far off. And also, like, if you take, like, a torts class, which is also one of, like, the foundational law school class, you have to take everything in torts, like, revolves around people getting injured on trains. Like, truly, like, because of, like, because it all, like, it all tracks to, like, the the industrial era in which that Mm -hmm. law was, like, specifically developing, so, like you have to like learn detailed things about like like, oh, like the bolt of a train, and like most of us like don't know what that shit is, so like you have to like no. look it up on the internet to like understand what it is that you're reading, anyway, really stupid, back to uh the wimpy kid, so the wimpy verse would you call this a would you call this a um a graphic novel um well, I enjoyed reading it, so no. Okay. <laughs> I, I, do not like graphic novels. I, and that's all about me and my attention span and why I will not do all mm-hmm. well the Mensa test. I get overwhelmed having to look at multiple panels and like looking at all these little details yeah, and stuff. It's too much work for me in the same way that footnotes. I'm like, I just need it to be very linear. Um, I mean, I would call it more of like an illustrated story, if anything, because yeah. uh, the graphic, the, the, the dialogue is happening, but in theory you could probably read it without any of those pictures and you'd be fine. Yeah, this is like a, I would call this like a picture book in a lot of ways. Yeah. Like, it takes like, you know, 45 minutes to read. Um, It like, you know, everything is like sort of like everything happening in the, like, the uh, illustrated panel is um, like, you know, pretty cut and dry. Like, it's kind of like, it's like more like a comic. Um, yeah. than like a graphic novel, which makes sense because it did, you know, start out as, like, a serialized thing. Um, yeah. I would say that um, there were some, like, I, I understand why these books were so popular because there's, like, there's elements of it that feel sort of, like, I don't want to say risque because, like, there's nothing, like, sexual well, about there's, it. Like that the sexual- moral lessons are not quite... Like if Greg gets a lot gets away with a lot of bad shit. And the repercussions yes. of it are not necessarily like it's just things that happen to him. But it's not like he's getting punished and learns a lesson. He's like, oh, like this happened because I did this. Like he's, yeah. he's like, I guess I shouldn't do that again. But it's not like he feels bad. Greg Greg lacks um quite a bit of empathy in this. Um yes, he really I mean, does. There's like and the plot of it too is like basically just a bunch of events that happen. I mean, the main I would say the main kind of arc here is the cheese touch just cause that's yeah, at the beginning and the end. So this, and again, these books are like very funny, like legitimately yes. funny as an adult. Yes. Um, it, There was this piece of cheese called the cheese touch and it was basically like cooties. And it was like this one guy, boy got it last year and then he moved away to California. So he took it with him. So this year, some kids bully Rally, and Greg has kind of like been mean to Rally and like used him basically yeah. this year. And they make Rally eat the cheese. Um, yeah. And then Greg eventually he he says that he t- he has the cheese touch to to defend Rally and to the smoke off Rally. Yeah. 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 After um, spending the, the entire the book. book like f- fucking making Rally's life a living hell. Um, Yeah, literally. While purporting to be his best friend, Um, including instances of like physical abuse. um, Right. He like like, wrestles Rally. He like gets into weight training. And so he, but he like leaves Rally with a barbell on his body because he's like, Rally's got to learn. They play a game where Rally bought him like a big trike for yeah uh christmas and then greg plays a game where rally goes down the hill and greg throws like snowballs at him to try to make him fall off the hill yeah it's all just like and like you know the way he writes but it's also like i don't know i feel like it's kind of relatable like i feel like i don't know like in middle school like Friendships can be very transactional and very based yeah. on like just who happens to be like near you and like who's like not gonna like maybe bully you at any given moment. Mm-hmm. Um I don't know. I just like the these it books are sad, very though. funny. It is sad. I, I, like the shit with Rowley. Is, yeah. There's like fan fiction, I guess, that is like really well done where it's like Greg and Rowley like like Rowley admits that he's in love with Greg and Greg's like. Oh, I'm straight. Or no, it might be the reverse that Greg says he's in love with Rally, Rowley, and Rally's like, I'm straight. And then at the very end of the book, uh, Rally does admit that he loves Greg, but Greg, Greg has dementia, so he can't remember it. What? Like, they're adults. Oh like, my they're, god. Like, oh my like god. It's like this really dark fanfic, but it's, it's the style that it's drawn in looks exactly the same. Oh my god. That's so dark. Oh my god. Um... Yeah, I, like, I'm trying to think of, like, the other great moments from this book. Like, um, first of all, like, everything with, like, Roderick and Loaded Diaper. Oh, like, at the beginning of the book, this was really funny. Roderick plays a prank on Greg where he, he, like, it's summer. He goes into Greg's room in the middle of the night, like, fully dressed in his school clothes. And he's, like, um oh, like, you slept through the entire summer. Like, now it's time to get up and go to school. And, like, Greg gets up and, like, puts um, puts all of his clothes on and, like, goes downstairs and, like, makes breakfast. And, like, his parents come in and they're, like, mad at him because he's, like, up making a racket in the middle of the night for no reason. And then, like mm-hmm. you know, Greg tells his dad that like Roderick did it, and like they go down to Roderick's room, and Roderick is like fully passed out, and like you know, with like no yeah. sign that he's been he's been up. Um, did you ever do anything like that to your sibling? Oh well, I I don't think so. I don't. We weren't big prank pullers, and I'm a really really terrible liar too. So I don't think I would have yeah. gotten away with that much. What about you? Because you would been the Rodericks in these situations. 100 percent I was I don't know I was pretty good at like convincing at least my little sister you know because she's like five years younger than me um I was pretty good at like convincing her of things and like I would like torment her pretty heavily yeah um we're like you know so we spent a lot of time like one-on-one because like my um my mom was like in grad school for like a big like chunk of like my like middle school like tweendom and my dad would coach my little brother's— Like, my dad was the coach of my little brother's hockey team. So if, if there was a weeknight mm-hmm. where they had hockey practice, my sister and I had to go to the hockey rink and, like, just be, like, by ourselves, like, walking around the hockey rink. And, like, yeah, oh, my God. The amount of, like, bad shit that kids— Like, a lot of kids get left alone at the hockey rink for a long time. And, like, there's always, like, an arcade yeah. and, like, a place where you can buy popcorn and stuff. So, like, the amount of shit that, like, kids do to each other is, like, wild. And so, like— I would spend a lot of time, like, thinking of different ways to um, torment my sister, whether it would be, like, I convinced her for a long time that she was, like, adopted, like, a classic, and that, like, we all had to, like, lie. Like, I was like, yeah, like, no, like, mom and dad, like, told us, like, we had to lie to you to, like, protect your feelings. And, like, I'm 10. She's, like, five at this point. You know what I mean? Like, I'm, like, psychologically torturing her. Um, I would, like, make her, like, Go under the bleachers, and then I would like jump up and down on the bleachers to like scare her, like just like classic shit like that. Um yeah. But this book brought back a lot of those memories of like trying to like you know torment my little sister by like gaslighting hockey her to believing shit. Yeah, hockey rings and like ice skating rings because I ice I don't know. Do you even know this about me that I I ice skated a lot as a kid? No, I didn't know that. I like did like competitions and stuff. No, I, oh, I damn. was I, I was good enough to be in a competitions, but I I would. I think the one I did, I placed fourth, and I was like third or fourth. Like, was all my ratings for the judges. But I did it enough, and then it was too expensive, but, which I I think is fair. Um, yeah. But so we would go to the the ice skating rink for that, and the the such it's such a weird thing because the floors are wet. Mm, like the mm-hmm. arcade there. That was the first time I played. Like there was like an alien game, like a shooter yeah. game. It's also the first time I was scared of on TV. I saw that episode of SpongeBob where SpongeBob like cuts his sponge so his brain is just there and then yeah. he puts like a uh uh cloth over it so it looks like the shape of a ghost and then he takes it off and it's that was really scary to me and I saw that on the on the tv at uh yeah the ice skating rink um, yeah also once I took like I took one like child hockey class like I think like I audited it basically and I remember <laughs> I Now, this was a little bit of OCD poppy now, but they tried to, like, squirt hot water into my mouth. And I was like, no, there might be a peanut in there. But also, I was like, why are you trying to squirt hot water? I don't want you to squirt hot water into my mouth. That's (laughs) a huge part of hockey, like, the squirting of the water. And I remember, you know, because, like, my dad, like, he played hockey throughout his whole childhood. My brother played Mm -hmm. hockey throughout his whole childhood. So my dad's water bottle philosophy, like, whenever we were, like, you know, at some sort of event where we had to be drinking out of a water bottle, was squirting— And it, like, always, like, I hated it. I was like, why can't I just put my mouth on it? Like, why can't I just drink it, like, normal? And, like, my parents, my dad would literally tip my child head back and squirt water into the back of my throat until I, like, choked on it. And, like, I have so many, I don't know, like, I have so many, like, ill memories of that. And, like, same thing, because I was, like, the firstborn. My dad tried to, like, force me into hockey and, like, I was always yeah. bad at it. I was always uncoordinated, just skating around looking clueless. Like <laughs> I could not. Did make you know it work. that my dad was a mascot for the Mighty Ducks? No, I didn't. My so the Mighty Ducks was, I think it's not the California Mighty Ducks, the Cincinnati no. Mighty Ducks. Yeah, the uh, um, Cincinnati it used to I don't be think the minor like exist team. anymore. Yeah. yeah. Um, but anyway, that was his a client. Um, at this advertising place he worked at the time. And he was in the ads for it. He was Puck Boy. And he actually has his own Gold Star Chili trading card that you can find okay. on eBay. Oh my so, God, that's huge. Puck Boy, yeah. shout out. Um, shout out to Puck Boy. Yeah, I also, big in this book is they um do a school production of The Wizard of Oz Um, yes. where they all... Uh, Greg wants to be a tree in The Wizard of Oz because he wants to throw apples at the girl who is cast as Dorothy, who... Were you scared um, of Wizard of Oz? Yes. I, was like, oh, not watch it. Yeah. Okay. I was obsessed with it, but I would just watch the part until it got scary. Yeah. Like, or, like, I, I wouldn't like watch the parents, tornado. Like, that was, like... Now, I'm, I'm going to say this was a weekly event. I know it wasn't, but in my mind, that's everyone our parents' generation would watch Wizard of Oz every Sunday. I know that's not true, but that's what happens. Uh, that, that's what, in my mind,
1: uh, okay. the situation yeah. was.
0: I, but I think it was, like, a Sunday night movie pretty frequently. Um, yeah. And I know that when our parents were alive, too, like, color TVs were not necessarily... Like, not everyone had a a color TV. Right. Um, yeah. So, so like, The Wizard of Oz was, probably like, cool. a big deal. Yeah. 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 So, they do a production of The Wizard of Oz, and they all torment the girl who plays Dorothy for, like, being too into it. Um, yeah. Do you, like, when you did, like, middle school plays, was there a group of boys who were intent on ruining it? Um, I, I don't know. We had, in my Montessori school, we had several ones that were based on fables, and one of them I was The Coyote's Wife. I think that was my starring role. Um, second in command to The Coyote. I forget what the fable of that, uh, or the moral of that fable was. I mean, just, like, in general, like, yeah. Like, our our school was very much, like, you did audition for plays, so people wanted to be there at least a little bit. But, yeah, there was one boy who was super, super um, hyper and just, like, could not <laughs> calm down during it. Yeah. Um. And I remember he, when we were all waiting for pickup, like, got, like, a prop, I think, stuck in a tree. Like, he, like, took a prop out, and I think it got stuck in a tree. Like, he threw it up. I don't remember if it was a prop, but it was, like, something that it was, like, how did this happen? Like, how is this yeah. possible? He was also, like, a kid who's, like, really into parkour. And that's, like, a very specific type oh, of child. Yeah. Where it's like, you you have too much power in your body and you don't know how to wield it. Right. Um, the the ability to do parkour should be wielded very responsibly. I think yeah, it should one no, hundred percent. save. Yeah, so... um There was, I remember there was always, because in my school, like, you had to, like, my middle school, you had to audition for the musicals. But you, like, didn't, um, you know, like, everybody would get in and just, like, get put into, like, the mass, you know, like, the mass of 50 kids standing behind, like, the five kids with (laughs) speaking parts. And um, (laughs) this kid, like, there was a group of boys who's, like, you know, mom, like, as in this book, like, their moms, like, absolutely made them sign up for the musical. I also think like if you wanted to be in the chorus, you didn't have to audition. That now is like ringing a bell. You didn't have to audition if you wanted to be in the chorus. All you had to do was like sign your name uh, next to like the numbers you wanted to be in. Our school, people got cut. People got cut for the music In middle school? Music man junior, yeah. And I I actually was really upset because I thought I didn't get in. And I was like, I feel like I did fine in my audition. They spelled my last name wrong. So it was like under K. But I did get in. I mean, or but I someone alerted me and I got in. But yeah, we had to like go in. Like that was uh, this. Even talking about this brings back so much fear and loathing into my body. They would post the physical cast list, and you had to go yeah. and initial your name off. Yeah, and of course that's like unlike where what they should do it, which is I think an email, and you can go at your own. You know, yeah, go instead of seeing everyone and like all oh, this congratulations. And of course I never got Ugh. a good role. I only got a good role one year. It was, it was, it's the worst feeling. Yeah. I'm literally like, like, that crying. Feeling is in my body yeah. right now. It's literally in my, They would be like, oh, he's gonna post it back like before Southern And Bell. the cast list? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And like, oh, everybody would gather and it would be like a piece of white paper. And I remember like a certain, like a certain fear, like, the font and, like, the order in which the names would appear would always be different. Yeah. Like, it would always be, like, it was never, like, a standardized system. Like, you never walked up to an Excel spreadsheet and, like, saw something next to your name. It was, like, either it would be, like, the cast as it, like, would appear in the program or, like, the cast by, like, alphabetical order. Like, all of these things. It was just, yeah, like, it was, like, oh, my God, it was so dark. Oh, God, it was so dark. Like, that white piece of paper and, like, having to, like, walk up an initial. And, you know, for me, somebody who was always getting the lead role I like it was really cry hard right to now. look like, at the literally, people like, who... Oh, it, yeah, it is so, so in my body. <laughs> you know, I was always getting the lead roles so it was really hard to see all of, like, the losers who weren't <laughs> when I was trying to have my moment. I was always, you know, sort of, it was always take That win was always taken away from me by having to walk past people and be like, mm, sorry, y'all. Like, uh, enjoy well, your the first time. The first time Sophie and I were in the same room was at the Cappies, the Cincinnati Tonies for high school theater. So, Sophie, yes. of course, had a speaking role almost main. Is that what it's called? Um. Well, were you in the one? So, I went to the Cappies twice one okay. for a play that we did called The Women. Um, And you guys, that was the year I think you guys were doing either sweeney todd or oklahoma and then the okay, next oklahoma year what was your junior senior year? year okay so my that year would have been sweeney oklahoma todd. junior year was fun because we got to perform territory folks will stick together terrible, yeah. should all be pals so i got to dance yeah. up stage and then the next yeah. year i don't think we had to perform we got to perform anything and also that was like i had a really bad senior year is when my ocd kicked in i had a really um horrible experience with like someone who i had a crush on like Um, assaulting my friends very bad my OCD kicked in Uh, I I remember I I had like a friend breakup um and all those people were of course like in the musical with me uh it's horrible horrible year for me and then I it was my senior year I didn't get any role at all I was like in the ensemble I didn't even get to do like I had like one solo line and it like it it was really upsetting to me um and then that year my The director, who I think was kind of a jerk sometimes, um, this was the one who's like, "You don't need to do anything to look intimidating because you're tall." Um, So bad. During like, like, you look scary enough was what he said. Basically, you look scary Um, enough. Sixteen. For some reason, every other of all of the seniors and then all of the lead roles got to sit in this one section. I was the only senior who had to like sit in the back of the theater with all these other, like, with all the freshmen and stuff, with the losers. Oh, but no, I don't not. even remember we got to perform anything. Like, I I don't I, I hated it. That was the worst. That was like the worst year of my life, <laughs> hands down. Yeah, so terrible. Oh, I'm sorry. Junior year, yeah. I don't remember. To be to be clear, senior year, I got senior year was like the shittiest hand I got dealt because I was doing nothing but winning. Um, junior or you were Doctor Ben winning in terms of yes, I was Doctor Ben winning. Yeah. Uh, sophomore and junior year in the theater department, and then I guess I kind of aged out. You know, like you become, you turn eighteen as an actress, and all of the opportunities <laughs> start to dry up. Um, nobody's interested. You in what weren't year. like reading all the new medical literature, like you weren't yeah. Lyme disease literate. Like they, no one. Wanted no. To come to you anymore as Doctor Ben Winning. Exactly, it just like was not working out, and so. Um, senior year when we did Almost Maine, I had like a shitty part. I had to do like a dramatic role with this like stupid fucking kid, and we were like a couple that was getting divorced so bad. Um, yeah, but junior year, I actually got a nomination for my role as a pregnant, drinking, and smoking woman, and they told me, um, <laughs> that I didn't have to wear a pregnancy belly because I kind of my body suggested <laughs> pregnant <laughs> the way it naturally was. <laughs> Oh, my God. Uh, I will never forget that. And at the time, you know, like, your brain as a child, you're like, what? I, like, I don't, like, you don't get it. But now looking back, I'm like, they were telling yeah. me that well, I would, How would pregnant you as an adult as say is. that to a child? That is what's crazy to me is, like, anything. And I think that's what's so fucked up about high school theater in general is, like, because then that made me, like, that's the thing that, that hurts me a little bit sometimes is, like, I really like performing. I love singing. Like, yes. Um, and I'm a good singer and like, I think I probably could have been a better actress. Like I'm fine. I, you know, good enough to be in sketch comedy videos. Sure. Um, and it really a horrible took all the love out of it for me because they, they related it directly to like your moral worth and the yes. fact that they didn't, I know it's dumb because it's like, sure you want the best show, but I, I do think it's weird that they would cast the same people again and again in high school when you should probably change it up a little bit. Like, I feel, I do feel like it should be kind of like, obviously if you're horrible, 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 like, you know, but there are a lot of people who were like good and. Yeah. um, They never change it up. And that's just very hard as a, as a child. And I I know it's like, oh, not everyone should get a trophy or whatever. Like, but I I do think it's like, well, you can, you can change up just like let people have turns and chances. And you also don't need to do like a full like callback, like a professional callback system and stuff. Like it's so hard on children. And like, I'm sure even the people who like did get leads like had their moments of insecurity too, and and there was never any talk about how, uh, like it was always like, and this is how talented you are, and this is how much you matter. Oh, which 100%. is terrible for children. Yeah, it took yes. all the love of theater out of it away from me, and I I did not pursue it in college. Yeah, I mean, like, there's just so much opportunity. Like, there's so much opportunity to like shame. And like I don't know. Sometimes I literally look back and I'm like, like if I knew what I knew now, like I would have like done sports in high school and like been on like yeah. I don't know, like the water polo team or some shit. Like I don't even know if my school had a water polo really. team or a pool for that matter. But um, yeah, like I don't I was know. Also like told, I told one more thing on this. Like yeah, like truly like the fact that they were like, well, of course you're not going to get the lead role because, and other children told me this, but it was true because you're taller than the guy. Because of course like that. And that was literally like, yeah, basically like, well, you're not going to have a career in theater because you're tall. It's like, it's not like an astronaut. Yeah. Like I don't have to. And, um, and as we know in real life, women are never taller than men. Ever. No, hell no. No, it's not okay. And, and I won't no. stand for it. Um, yeah. it's disgusting and scary,
1: uh, <laughs> naturally
0: intimidating. Yeah, that's, mm-hmm. I mean, I was, like, my freshman musical. So I I will say I I transferred, when I transferred high schools, I transferred from a, an incredibly toxic theater program to a significantly less toxic but still toxic theater program. Yeah. Um When I was a freshman in high school, I was brought into, like, me and, like, four other chubby girls, like, after the first dress rehearsal, were brought into a room where they told us we all had to wear uh, Spanx. And they all like, yes. (laughs) But was this for like fucking like Suzical or something? What? It was it was for how to succeed in business without really trying. (laughs) We were told that our bodies didn't look the way that was in fashion in that decade. Oh, at the time of the show. Yes. And so I literally choice for like a seventh grade, like seventh graders definitely understand like the nuance of the irony of, like, having to, like, you know, climb the corporate ladder. Yes, um, in, like, the ninth grade. I remember being, like, I remember, like, being, like, they had, like, a whole thing where they, like, explained to us, like, the business world because none of us understood anything that was <laughs> happening in the show. So this is it what a secretary so, does. This is what right. the mail room is. I mean, I was led to believe that mail rooms would be much more significant um, yes, in, in my 100%. life than they actually well, are. Well, I'm here to tell you, um, you know, like... At places like um like the law firm like law firms and stuff, mm-hmm. mailrooms are huge. Mailrooms are in fact still a huge part of like proceedings because like a lot of the mm-hmm. legal world, like you still have to work in paper um, for some like court filings in like certain states and like municipalities. So what was your um, role in how to succeed in business? Just secretary? Oh, get this. I was well, so I was in the secretary chorus. And then yeah. I was also I played like Which, one of like the cleaning. A, a ninth grader singing the song A Secretary is not a toy. Like horrible. <laughs> that's so horrible. I think back on it and it's like my brain literally didn't understand what the show was about. Like I look back no. on it and I'm like literally like I remember whole scenes where I was like, and this isn't this doesn't pertain to anything. Like there was a whole yeah. sexual harassment plot line between this one character and, like, another character, and, like, that's why that song comes out. I used to just, when I was in musicals, to me, honey, it was just a series of when I had to be in certain places and when I was personally getting attention. What was happening with the show, even with my specific character, was of no concern to me. It was like, do I have to be in that scene? Will people be laughing? Okay, get me out there. It was like, no, Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, like, anything about, like, oh, like, thinking about it, getting into character, I was like, it's just not part of my experience, like, yeah, I just never cared actually about what the art was. It was like, how can I get the most attention? Yeah, was your role? Can I guess? Were you the like girl who is also with them in the elevator in so long Day? I was. I forget what her name I, is. I was like second in line to play that role. What happened was, it was like we did like auditions, and then after after like the callback list had been posted. This girl who like at was at my school who did professional theater decided to like come off the bench essentially and do our show even though she had a very difficult schedule with her professional theater life. So she literally didn't do a first audition. Like she just came to callbacks to like try it out. Um, yeah, she's now like a like I literally think she like runs a mega church now, uh, which is oh classic. my god. But it's, she, it's own, that's its own type of acting and performance. No, it is. Yes. Um... And so she, um, became the lead role, the lead woman, and then the girl who was like supposed to be the lead woman became the girl who was also in the elevator with them. So, yeah. um, Smitty I whatever. got bumped. Yeah. Um. And what were you? I was. I ended up being like the um, the like one of like the cleaning ladies who it like, comes on in between and says like, oh my God, people left this place a mess. And like So they they this. made you wear Spanks as a cleaning lady? Well, so not as a cleaning lady. So I was only in my cleaning lady costume for like those brief sketches like between scenes. Yeah. Um for most of the show I was just like a dancing secretary. Dancing singing okay. secretary. Um as so I got to be really. in all of like the main numbers. It was a really like fun show. Our costumes were really fun. I just really wish that like some like random costume mom hadn't body... Like, there's so much... Like, doing theater as a child, there's so much body shaming involved. Yeah. Um I remember... It, it, when it literally, was, it's like your body determines whether or not you can get certain roles, which I think is also probably, like, you know, bad for for us. But also, like, if you think about, like, being, like, a non-white kid and being like, well, you actually, in the script, it says she has blonde hair. So actually, you can't be... Like, shit like that yes. or... No, it's horrible. Like, it's just dumb. Yeah. Anyway... Long anyway, back to this on, book. On middle school theater. Um, I'm trying to think of, like, the other, like, top moments of this that we have I, to I have, have some screenshotted. Cover. One of them that was really, like, there were just some, like, very, like, funny, like, lines. Like, his dad gets mad at him, and he's like, we need to have a talk, friend. And it says whenever dad says friend that way, you know you're in trouble. The first time dad ever said friend like that to me, I didn't get that he was being sarcastic. So I kind of let my guard down. And then it's an image of uh, him, Greg having hit the baseball in a, into his house and his dad mad at him. And But Greg is thinking friend equal good. Um, <laughs> and then the another part is when Manny brings one of Roderick's rock and roll magazines into school and there's a photo of a woman oh. in a bikini on a car on it. And then Roderick's yes. punishment is that he had to answer a bunch of questions that uh, their mom wrote out for them. So the questions are, did owning this better magazine make you a better person? Roderick says, no. Did it make you more popular at school? No. How do you feel about having owned this type of magazine now? I feel ashamed. Do you have anything you want to say <laughs> to women for having owned this offensive magazine? I'm sorry, women. That's <laughs> <laughs> really great. Um there's also a thing where Greg wants like a Barbie dream house for Christmas. Like he's like recalling <laughs> yeah. a time for Christmas where he wanted a Barbie dream house and he um like because he wanted to like put like some of his like toy soldiers in it. Yeah. Um and they uh he um like tells his parents and his dad's like I will not buy a Barbie dream house for my son. Like he, he yeah. needs a gift that's like appropriate for a boy and so he tells his uncle greg that he wants the barbie dream house and instead like the uncle just gets him like a malibu barbie yeah um and he does play with it and he's very yeah and he does play with it and he's like embarrassed about it one of Um, the ones that i i felt was most relatable was when he and rally on halloween go to this haunted house and they're like oh we could totally make our own haunted house we can make it way better and so they do it in in his basement which i feel like and they draw this whole like schematic for it I feel like this was always the type of, like, project that I wanted to do. I was like, I want to make, like, a yes. a, a themed experience, essentially. I would do this yes. thing called Stuffed Animal Zoo where I would divide all my stuffed animals by species, essentially, and, and I made my parents come be like, yeah. oh, cool, like, <laughs> the, the lion dead yeah. or whatever. I remember one time I saw some movie um, where, like, characters were... I think I saw Bend it, Like Beckham when I was, like, way too young because my parents yeah. were, like, uh, wanting to watch it and like I just like happened to be in the room and there's a scene in that where the characters are like in a club like acting all sexy mm-hmm. oh, and yeah. so I um I had like like I had a boombox that my dad got me for Christmas one year and then I had like um a bunch of like like one of those things that, like spins around and like like does like colorful lights and stuff because my parents sell commercial lighting so like i would always like if they got like samples sent to them of like little light gadgets like my dad would like install them in my room for like brief periods of time i was thinking Um, of like i when you said that i was thinking of like the thing that you put on like your foot and like oh the skip it the skip it which i could never figure out how to do no i was always one one trip on the skip it away from like certain death yeah um but I remember, like, being, like, oh, I want to, like, create, like, a club in our bedroom. And I, like, went and I put on, like, I remember, <laughs> <was> so embarrassing. <laughs> like, I, like, was playing, like, music and, like, I put that thing on and I, like, turned all the lights off and it was, like, flashing. And then I, like, I put on, like, one of my, like, some, like, stretchy little shirt that, like, my, it was, like, my baby sister's shirt. Uh-huh. And, like, so I was wearing, like, a tiny little <laughs> shirt, like the characters in Benda like, Beckham were, and, like, made my parents, like and my siblings who, you know, were like toddlers come into like my club and I like had <laughs> my hair down and I was just like flipping it around being like, I'm at the club, I'm at the club. That is And like so my funny. parents were like, oh my God, we should not have let you watch that. Like I was always making like themed experiences in my bedroom, but the themed experience was always like sexy restaurant. Like literally <laughs> like, sir. <laughs> sexy like, unique restaurant. Sexy- <laughs> oh, by the way, guess what vinyl I bought yesterday that relates to this. Oh my God, what? I found at the Niles, Illinois, Half Price Books, the soundtrack, new soundtrack for Coyote Ugly. Oh, my God. That's which incredible. is not a good movie. It has Piper Perabo, who seems no. so gay and has been in so many gay movies, but is not gay. And then, of course, Tyra is in it. Like, the, And so the cover yes. the cover of it has Tyra on it. Um, and then Leanne Reems is on many of the songs. Yeah. Um, so I skipped those, oh, obviously, yeah. because I don't want to... <laughs>
1: I don't want no, to support you,
0: the, the home wrecker in Brandy's marriage. The cheating. But, yeah. Yeah. Um, Leanne Rhymes the home wrecker. Yeah. I was like, um, yeah, I don't know. Like anytime I would do a themed experience, it was like like something like deeply like it was like um like reading, like like I would like read like a poem. It was like poetry <laughs> slam, or it was like like sexy nightclub, or it was like steakhouse, or like shit like that. That's really funny. Um, you know, kids today are probably like spoiled with their themed experiences. They have all those cool toys and stuff. I I always wanted to do like a restaurant too, and my grandma had those the like ones you cut with Velcro. Like it looks like a tomato when you cut it with Velcro. But kids today are on that. Oh yeah, like they have like the Melissa and Doug like K cup set where it's like you you do like a single serve coffee. Yeah. <laughs> my um my little cousin Ruby has like one of those like Velcro wood pizza sets. Mm-hmm. And um she has this oven that um actually somebody made out of wood for my aunt when my aunt was a baby. Oh that's um, so cool. And it's like this whole oven set, and like she fucking, it's like all like old ass toys, but she loves that shit like literally every time we're there she's like um Sophie do you want some pizza like she's like loves to serve pizza and like come and like cut it and like you have to like pretend like it's like too hot to eat and go "Ooh, like it's too hot and she's like it come out of the oven like (laughs) I don't know like I think it's like like if you give a kid a thing that's like Oh, adults have this. It's just like they're like, okay, like rock and roll. Like yeah. it was hilarious. Like when Ruby first got like the oven and the pizza set, she got it for her, um, I think her second birthday. Mm-hmm. Um, like, you know, my grandma like rolled it out and she immediately like, like literally has never played with anything like this before. She immediately put oven mitts on and like opened the oven and like oh my took God. something out of the oven. Yes, it was like so crazy. That's crazy. Like, kids like, watch you, you know what I mean? And they like know exactly what to do. Um that's so cute. I saw someone on TikTok yeah. who like it was really cool. Like they set up essentially like a working like sink. It like the oven had like a puck light on it that like when, when you opened it it went on. And then the oh, sink you could actually yeah. turn on water. You'd have to like reload it and it would go like into like below like into a bucket that you know is the same cycle. Yeah. But it was really cool. And I was and I know that kid probably loves that. Like kids love little service working (laughs) they love working yes kids love service work yeah like if you taught a kid how to like make a single like that's the thing is like you could just teach your kid how to use your keurig and like it would probably love it and like it's really hard to mess up it would probably love it that's right (laughs) it would it would love it it would love to serve you coffee um And I believe that with my entire heart. Yeah, okay. Is there any other like can't miss moment from this book that we should- Oh, well, Zooey Mama. We got to talk about Zooey Mama. Yes, yeah. Because basically Greg, um, the kid at school who was the um, newspaper uh, cartoonist gets fired because he was using his um, his Wacky Dog cartoon to like handle like moments. It was like, hey, Wacky Dog, tell us something funny. And Wacky Dog would be like, actually, I have something serious to say. Susan Lim, if you're reading this, uh, I'm so sorry, uh, or whatever his name is, is so sorry that he kissed your best friend behind the lockers. Please take my apologies. Yeah. Um, but then Gray gets hired for one. Uh, he also, like, goes in and, like, shows all these other comics, and then he says there's some good ones, so he he hides them, so the teacher won't find them. He's one called Creighton the Creighton, who is, like, this, like, dumb Yeah, that's kid. a classic. But then he, the... um the teacher who's in charge edits it. So instead of like being the punchline, it, it's something about math. And he's like, and you can come to Mr. Hamlin's uh, After Hours if you need help on math. <laughs> so he gets fired. Yeah. Or no, he uh, he quits. And then Rowley gets hired with Zooey Mama, where the the punchline of every uh, frame or every uh, comic strip is Zooey Mama. Um, so of course they have the one where it's like, oh, would you like to go on a date with me? I'm actually not a woman, I'm just a dog with one of those long long hair. So, no thanks to that date, Zooey Mama, I stepped in a puddle. Oh, it was an acid puddle, Zooey Mama. Uh very yeah. funny. Yeah, Zooey Mama is a is a great joke. And it also like, I don't know, like Zooey Mama is truly timeless. Um, yeah, Zooey Mama is funny. Yeah, Zooey Mama remains remains hilarious. And like this is just one of those books I guess where like I feel like it didn't need. I mean, obviously we haven't watched the movies recently, or I mm-hmm. haven't. I feel like it didn't need a movie. Like these books no. are great as they are. Like they're entertaining. It's as entertaining as a movie because you have the illustrations. Yeah. It's really easy to read. It doesn't feel like reading a book. Um, I guess and, like, the other thing is moments, the safety patrol like, thing too. Like that's pretty funny. Oh, that Which, is. Did really you have funny. safety patrol or like home monitor? Oh yeah, and I was on that shit. I was yeah. serious about safety patrol. I had that flag out. I was a crossing guard. Mm-hmm. Um, I was putting the flag up and down. Actually, the first time somebody ever called me fat was when I was putting the flag up for safety patrol. And, like, they train you as, like, a third grader to literally do, like, the military-style, like, uh, raising and lowering of the flag. yeah. Um, you know, like the flag's not allowed to touch the ground. You have to have two people to fold it, enough, like, fold it. It's the American flag in this really like, specific. Yeah, the American flag. Yeah. Okay. Why would you need a flag as safety patrol? I was picturing well, like okay, a fluorescent so, flag to cross the street with. So there's two flags involved with safety patrol okay. at my at my elementary school. There were the flags that you did for being a crossing guard, and then the the people on safety patrol. It was also their duty to raise and lower the flag on the... Like, the American flag on the oh, flagpole the- outside of the school. Okay. Yes. And me and this girl named Hallie, who ended up leaving to go... She went to, like... um Like, did what we all wanted to do, which is that she ended up leaving to go to performing arts boarding school. Yeah. Um, which... Obviously as a child you're like I wish I went to performing arts boarding school but now as an adult you're like oh her mom like got remarried and like the stepdad yeah. didn't want to deal with her <laughs> so they shipped her ass off to performing arts boarding school um but uh her and I were folding the flag together one day and she was like um like we were talking about this is so horrible we were talking about like what candies we liked and she was like I'm surprised your parents allow you to eat candy <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. It's fucked up. Well, and what I type of candy did like, she like? I bet it was dumb. Some dumb bullshit. Have fun at fucking Freaking performing arts yeah. boarding school Hallie. Your mom and your dad and can don't ice. love you enough to keep you at home. <laughs> my parents have to keep me at home to make sure I don't eat a whole fucking cake. If oh I got my god, sent to performing arts boarding school would be over for these hoes. That's so sad. Um were you on safety patrol? no and i don't even think we had hall monitors necessarily in this book um basically greg wants to do cuz he realizes they'll be able to s- cut several minutes of algebra um but then one day he gets he torments the kids and people think it's rally but then greg gets his and greg doesn't admit to it this was this was actually very funny like he tells his mom he's like i feel kind of bad for rally but on the other hand like i don't want to lose this privilege and so his mom's yeah. like, well, just do the right thing. And, like, he doesn't tell her the details. And then he's like, you know what? I think the right thing is just to let Rally take the blame. And so he comes home and his <laughs> mom's like, did he do the right thing? He's like, yeah. And she, like, takes him out to ice cream and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> um, but then eventually Ra- he gets his comeuppance because someone turns uh, him in and be- was like, it was Greg, it wasn't rally, And so Rally gets a promotion. Um, yeah, it's good. Yeah. Oh, the other thing in this book is, like, at the very beginning, they're sorted into um, gifted versus, like, not gifted yeah. class. class. Um, and I thought one of the funniest jokes in this book was, like, they don't tell you who's in gifted versus, like, not gifted. <laughs> but, like, you can tell because, like, the gifted kids are reading, like, a biography of Albert Einstein and the non <laughs> The non-like uh, gifted kids are reading a book called like Bip and Bop or something yeah, like Boo that. Binky Boo or like, something. <laughs> Binky Boo, yeah. <laughs> like the trials and tribulations of Binky Boo are so absolutely funny. <laughs> um, this book is just—it's funny. It's good. Frankly, of course, yeah. is funny. Frankly asks Greg if he can—if Greg wants to see his secret freckle. Um, that—that yeah. that is very funny when he—he's trying to make Raleigh jealous, so he goes over to Fragley's for a sleepover, and Raleigh or Frankley starts chasing him around. So Greg hides in the background and then Ra- frankly puts a piece of paper under the um, door that says, um, like, I'm so sorry I chased you around with a booger on my finger. Here, I put it here so you can get it back. And it yeah. like <laughs> Greg had put his finger right on it to hold it. Um, yeah. yeah. It was funny. It was so funny. Yeah, so I would say these are a fun way to pass an afternoon. Maybe, like, read one to your, like, nephew or something. Yeah. Um, I think we should read Dear Dumb Diary at some point, which I also thought was very funny. And that's not... I think that was contemporaneous with this. I think it might have actually come out before. And that's more the girl one. Okay. Yeah. Um, I would be interested in reading the girl one. Um as always, but I just... Yeah. I don't see... I mean, I don't know. I don't see how anything could be as good as these. Like, they're just so funny. They're yeah, so they're very stupid. Um, and, you know, like, there's stuff that definitely doesn't age well, especially in terms of, like, like the gender dynamics and shit, but it's nothing... Well, it's there nothing was something that's that like, made me laugh, where he was, like, he was mad because this popular boy was... Girls were really into him, and um, he yes. said... Uh it used to be way simpler with girls, it was whoever you um were the fastest runner. Um, and then he said the most popular boy migrate is Bryce Anderson. The thing that's really stinks is that I have always been into girls, but kids like Bryce have only come around in the last couple of years. Uh it's just funny. Yeah, it's just really great. I don't know. It's like some people like. Lauren Miracle, this guy, Jeff Kinney, like, a lot of the, like, middle grade... Some of the middle grade authors we read are more talented than others at, like, really getting into, like, the mind of a child. Yeah. um, And, like, what feels fun and interesting to read about. And, like, this is just one of those cases where, like, you forget that this is written by an adult man because of how, like, specific it feels to, like, the experience of childhood because it's not pandering. It's not bullshit. But it's right. also, you know, just like funny. It's like it's even like intelligent, and then like stupid humor. Yeah, yeah. Um, it really hits the nail on the head with like the age group that it's going for. Yeah, it's um, good. Check it out. Check 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 it out. Um, and like, don't I don't know, don't fat shame each other at theater camp. No. Um, or in this book, Raleigh isn't fat shamed in the book, but they fat shamed him in the movie. Exactly! Like, that's what's so crazy about, like, the amount of fat shaming they do to him in the movie, is because, like, in the book, you don't even, like, Rowley's, like, not even necessarily canonically fat. He What he is is canonically square-shaped. Square yeah. Yes. Exactly. Like, there's nothing, I don't know. It's frustrating. Um... All right, Our, this has been Girls Like Us. If you want to hear whatever tea we're going to get about this on Patreon, uh, hit patreon.com slash show For $5 a month, you get two or three extra episodes. Um, mm-hmm. It's worth it. We do a lot of fun stuff. Um, yeah, we've Megan already an covered. Uh, yeah. Yes. Uh, Megan, we've covered. What else did we do this month? I don't even remember. Well, go go to Patreon mm-hmm. to check it out. You can find us on social media at girls like Us show on both Twitter and Instagram. Um, Our lovely producer is Camden Stacy. And our theme music is by the wickedly talented one and only leggy. Have a great week, everybody. Bye. Bye.